Welcome to the newest episode of the official podcast. It's the same four dweebs, and we're joined by a podcasting virgin, fresh mm-hmm. blood in the mm-hmm. podcasting world. You know him on YouTube as Casually Explained. Go ahead and take the center stage, James. Um, yeah, well, I'm James from Casually Explained. Um, this is my first podcast I've ever done. It's almost my first piece of content other than just the YouTube videos that I've made. So um, I'm pretty I can uh, smell your hymen. Ex- yeah, I'm pretty excited to. <laughs> get asked about if I masturbate. So let's get into it. <laughs> oh, go Why ahead. did you, you pick us? <laughs> yeah. Do you, oh, is do that you really have to off ask? Already? Do we have to go through the motions? You seem so experienced. Why don't you just tell us? Right, there we are. I feel like it's a good thing there's no video chat on Discord because you'd have to be... I'd be charging for this shit right now. Um, yeah, I feel like... Uh, I feel like... Um, everyone does it, right? I feel like it's just part of life. Let's oh, go to open a- about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, you sick freak. Yeah, that's right. I feel like the thing is, though, that um, which are you, are you guys right handed or left handed? Do you have a personal mm-hmm. preference? Well, right I'm right. the left hand, but I'm right handed. I, feel I like switch it the, off. I'm the same because you need one hand on the mouse. Yeah, I, yeah, I've actually learned to become ambidextrous with my mouse because I so <laughs> often switch. Oh, <laughs> mouse. I thought you said mouth. <laughs> Like sucking on your own fingers. Yeah, I use both hands and then move the mouse with my mouth. <laughs> I feel it's very tedious. Well, okay, that's a good question. Do you guys use the other hand to simulate or like stimulate your balls, or do you just jack off straight? I feel like I just go for what's optimal. You know, in a way, I'm right-handed, but it's like right hand on the mouse, left hand on the action. You know. Jamie goes for the min-maxing approach. It's a min-max approach, man. I have a, I have the the StarCraft background. I'm familiar with the the good builds, and I feel like that <laughs> that competitive gaming experience has, has uh, taught me well. Mm-hmm. You've optimized your strategy. Yeah. So does See, your left hand do everything? Does it like tickle the taint, smash your balls, everything? Like does it just flip between things? Yeah, we're off to, your this right hand always ripping start, right? <laughs> this is exactly what I was signed up for for this podcast. For this show, this is actually a pretty tame start. Yeah. Uh, We're taking right. it easy on you for your first time. Yeah, no, you need to ease me into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, sorry, what's the question? <laughs> Are we being serious? What was the question? Do you, do you tickle your taint or balls? Yeah, it, it, it's in charge of everything. Yeah, it kind of runs the show. This is just kind of like, feel free to share your own, you know, your own techniques. If, if you feel there's something that I could learn, if there's something oh, you wish okay. to share so I could kind of experience it. You I know, see. With, you no, know, no, no, no. Here, here's what's going to happen. Like you're, you're like jello and we're going to forge you into a sword and you're going to go <laughs> on to other podcasts and you're going to have the bar <laughs> so high for you personally that all those other podcasts are going to seem like a cakewalk, a, a piece of cake. So it's very really thoughtful. You, I feel like this is the, the, uh, this is sort of, Teaching me what to expect from other podcasts, right? Yeah, you're yeah, Andreas, and we're well, going to hit you with the That's boring good. questions, like I don't know, questions about your yeah. YouTube channel and what you do, that sort of lame stuff. But I want to oh, know: God, Do no. you like manipulate your balls when you jack off? Do you ever hang stuff off of them? <laughs> do you decorate them? Do you shamwile them? Pizzazz? Um, I'm like I'm using kinda... a little, you know, uh, <clears throat> what's it? The shit. What do you use to tie your shoes? The Shoes. Yeah, I forgot the word. I, I haven't been using them on shoes for such a long time. I've only been using them to tie them around Wait, my did you balls. Say you haven't been using shoes. Half of 
put the <laughs> word is in the thing they go to. Yeah, but say... I use them to just what? tie them to what? a weight and tie the other end to my balls. What? And then I stand up and I, I kind of swing them back. <laughs> did, you, did you say a second ago you haven't been using shoes in a while? Is that what you said? No, shoelaces. Like, oh, not for okay. their intended what purposes. What are those trays well, oh you God. see around yeah. Christmas time? I just, I don't, I don't remember what they're called. Like, how do you forget what shoelaces are called? Hang on. No, I'm one of those people who I break my shoes in the first day. I tie them. And that's so it. And then I take, I put them on and take them mm-hmm. off just like loafers. Mm. Well, yeah. That's pretty that's that's cool. That's, 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 that's pretty optimal. I forgot. But then you <laughs> strangle them with with shoelaces, or you strangle your balls with shoelaces and put a weight on it? That's what you yeah. said? But for so like, what? What, like ancient monk testicle strengthening? Yeah. No, it's fun. <laughs> like, you've never done <laughs> this. How that heavy hurts. a weight? Yeah, how yeah. heavy be a weight? Um... It, I don't know. I use like one of those water jugs. That's like five kilograms. Oh, what is wrong with oh you? My no, it's, God. no, 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 no. Your balls are much more resilient than you think they are. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed by myself fun. as well. That sounds horrible. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> try it out as well. Why not use like a I don't actual know, it's strong the, thing? No, it was the most conveniently accessible rope. You don't have to use shoelaces. Use anything. Oh, back on points, Jamie. Have you ever used mm, yes. that? Yes, <laughs> use shoelaces. I prefer like bungee cord. I feel like it's got kind of the hook attached to the end. It just kind of makes a little bit of a more natural setting. Um, but no, I have not tried that yet. But I think I'll have to add it to my repertoire after hearing your of your many successes. Mm-hmm. I can assure you, I will not be adding that to my arsenal of <laughs> masturbatory techniques. Oh, I, yeah, I you can't, will. I can't <laughs> imagine any fun coming from swinging weights you, from my nutsack. You said you, the you same thing. You're masturbating, Kaya. Sorry, what? You do it while you're masturbating? I thought you meant yeah, you hang just... hang on. This like, is basically essentially just the same thing as somebody yanking on your balls a little. Not yeah. so much yeah. that it hurts. No! I like when they're fondled grabbing... and when they're like... No, I yeah. like when they're cupped and fondled and all that, but not yanked. Well, not yanked as in you're trying to rip off some wheat from the ground. <laughs> I mean, just like, you know, pulling on them slightly. Well, there's also a degree of difference, too, when you're describing, like, if someone else is doing it versus you yourself are mm. tying your balls with shoelaces and then hanging <laughs> of weight off of them. I feel like there's a degree yeah, of intimacy yeah. that yeah. might be yeah, a no, bit of a gap there. The weight's no, far more intimate. Mm. There's no <laughs> That's right. Sometimes you use, like, sometimes you use, like, the 2% milk and sometimes you use the chocolate <laughs> milk if you're really getting flavorful that night. <laughs> Yeah, that brings me on my viewpoint on all this shit. Someone brought this point up to me, and I fucking fell in love with it. Where uh, they they said masturbation is exactly the same as eating. Like sometimes you know you're gonna get that filet mignon, you're gonna massage your balls, you're gonna do the taint, you're gonna do all this stuff. But then other times you just get a McDonald's cheeseburger and you're just there to get the action and get it done. You know what I mean? Wait. So so Kyle's oh, trying right, to describe right, when right. he's having like a nice porterhouse steak to us and we're not being very tolerant of it. I was just thinking of masturbating to a, a cheeseburger versus a porterhouse steak. I was a little confused for a second. It sounds like Kai is eating out of the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, your horizon needs to be broadened, Strux. Oh god. Do you tie like do you tie like the individual testicles or do you do like the whole sack? Kind of like a chicken's. I've tried it all, but you can the, the whole sack is easier. But if you tie around the different. entire sack, doesn't doesn't it cut off circulation to your nuts? It can well, be you straight, tie rip that it off. tight, and also you have to use the you know the regular shoelace tie where if you can just you can just pull one piece of it and it'll fall apart. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to make a knot. Some un- you don't want a Gordian knot, right? When do you, do you like go into Foot Locker 
going to buy some shoelaces and then explain this to the person working there. He just oh, tries no. them on in the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just mind if I try these on? Crazy. What is your nut hanging section? <laughs> yeah. Are your pal- balls just on the floor now? Like, I feel like this would cause yeah, damage. I feel, like, I feel like you're going to be like, hey, can I try these uh, shoelaces on? And they're like, oh, sure. Like, is there a change room? And they're like, oh, no, just do it here. And you're like, well, okay. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you say so. Uh, I guess what is so. the tensile strength on these? <laughs> can, the, can these shoelaces support a human nutsack? I need to know. Specifically oh, mine. <laughs> like I, I usually work with a two-gallon jug of chocolate milk. That's kind of the weight that I have to off for that. Is that typically what these are designed for? Cut. Is it good Hi, for my do back? You, do you have different knots for different pleasure? Like, this is the spider's cradle. This oh. is the leaning tower. <laughs> I'm looking for some knots. Do you have any Boy Scouts around that can teach me about this? this way? <laughs> oh, joke's on you. The Boy Scouts are accepting women now, so... It's yeah, fun. it doesn't have to be a boy anymore. Mm, but I like true. the. I just really like the idea of you going to a shoe store to like the expensive aisle, and you're like, "How much of these shoelaces cost on the new Jordans?" <laughs> he, he buys new Jordans, throws the shoes away, and just takes the laces. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine doing this in front of Kanye's new line of shoes. Like, I just brought oh. these out, bro. Dragon energy, yeah, and I just tie them around my balls. Like, yeah, feel it. I love it. I mean, like knowing Kanye, that's probably why you made them. So, yeah, really, He's a secret yeah. lover of this too. Yeah. He was thinking two steps ahead. Bro, you're a genius. There's a reason his new line of shoes feature velvety soft platinum silk shoelaces. (laughs) (laughs) The most expensive part of the shoe. Yeah, the the shoes itself are $2, but the laces are (laughs) (laughs) 1000 Just knitted by some golden threats from Chinese emperors. God. I guess all this brings me to a question for you, James. All right, I'm ready. in a lot of your videos, you tell stories, and I was just wondering how many of those are actual things that happened to you? I guess stories is the wrong word because it's more of just a relatable event or something, mm-hmm. but how many of those have you personally experienced? Um, well, it's, it's interesting to say that because I feel like, um, so say my most popular video was, which is, uh, is she into you? Like that that one, obviously, well, I mean, you know, part of it is based a little bit on my own experience, but that whole video, the premise was actually based on my friend. And like, if you if you look at the very beginning, you see a little dedicated to in the bottom right at the first or second frame. And uh, so I think some of them are experiences that other people have had that I, you know, sometimes it's just like it happens to a friend and I want to kind of make fun of a little bit. And sometimes they're like things that happen to me. Um, Some of them are just kind of what I would consider, you know, they're videos where I'm just, as you'd imagine, explaining something. And it's just like, I, I draw from my own experience and what I think is relatable to people and what other people have experienced. So I think it's a bit of a, all of those things put together is what I'd say. Yeah. Okay. So your own experiences help craft the narrative, but it's not all necessarily something you've gone through personally. I, I would say like, yeah, like generally speaking, like when I make say like one, some of the relationship videos, like, you know, it's a bit of an exaggeration. It's a bit of a character, obviously, but still it's like, you can't come up with that kind of stuff without it still being kind of true to you to some degree, I guess I'd say. Yeah. So what experiences happened to you that you haven't turned into a video, whether because it was so unbelievably distasteful or just so incredibly awful, you don't think anyone would like it? Um, well, I, th- there's some that like, there's not many like that. There's a few that I would say are ones um, that I think might be a little bit too off- like offensive, possibly. And I just uh-huh. kind of think like, oh, it's not really worth it. And it's like a few of those I've had. Like there was one that I wanted to do that would be like, you know, on religion and the, the premise would be like, hey, I don't want to make anything that offends people. I know it's a really sensitive topic. 
And so I wanted to be really inclusive with how I describe everything. It would be like, um, you know, the creation of the universe and the history of the world, but it would be like every single religion put into one story. You know, it would be like, you know, God created the Big Bang and then you have like, uh, like it, it would just draw from all the different religions and, and basically tell every single story in one. And I was like, yeah, I don't really I think it's a good idea, but I don't really want to do that. Another one is like, um, you know, people always talk about right now. It's a big political thing to talk about, um, you know, like feminism and privilege and like different races and, and how they interact in society and all that kind of stuff. And I wanted to make a video that was kind of like, you know, the hierarchy of privilege. And then it would just kind of be, it would just sidestep the whole issue that people are talking about and just talk about things like, oh, you know, the most privileged people are hot people, you know, like that kind of thing. Oh, you um, And it's like, and it's wow. like those two, well, no, 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 but like, it just is a joke, right? And it's like that kind of theme. It's like, those are probably videos where I'm like, ah, it just might kind of rub people the wrong way or making political content. And I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll stay out of it until I can think of a more kind of tasteful Do you have a way lot of doing of, it. On a- do you have a lot of unattractive people in your audience? <laughs> Dude, I have no idea, man. I feel like I, was, I shouldn't have used that example, I guess, but uh, it's... Uh, well, that's what it sounds like I don't like that um, has been associated with incels because there is truth to it. If you like, Jeremy Meeks is going to have an easy time robbing a bank, I feel like, because they would just hand him the money. Mm. We've been yeah. over that before. How yeah, Jeremy yeah. makes is a hero among men. Hot felon, people. right? <laughs> but yeah, use David Beckham then. Whatever. Uh, you get the oh, point. Yeah, I'd hand him over some money too. I got everything. That man does not age. At all. At all. At it's all. unreal. I was 12 years old. All the women in my life, all my mom, my sister, everybody, anybody I knew, my aunts, they would still just swoon over David Beckham. Fast forward 15 years. And he's still the darling. I was just going to say, like, I feel like to to that kind of point, like relating to my content and the stuff that, you know, I would like to make a video about. I think that, you know, those kind of issues when like to me, those are like part of the reason why some of the videos I think I've made have been successful is in a way it's like just talking about stuff that, you know, everyone kind of knows or experiences, but hasn't really publicly said. And it's like when you're, you know, you're making a joke about David Beckham or whoever, it's like, what's your audience like? But it's like. You know, in a way, it's like there's certain things that people experience based on, you know, like if you're a really attractive person, you're going to have a certain experience. And if you're like, there's all these sort of different social interactions between people with different, um, you know, depending on their just just the person that they are, they'll experience things differently. And it's like so much of that stuff people kind of gloss over and pretend it just isn't real. And I think some people like, you know, you've mentioned like completely overstate the significance of something. Um you know, it's like some people think that, oh, being attractive is the only thing that matters. And it's like, if you're not attractive, your life is terrible. And it's like, that's complete garbage, right? But then some people kind of take the opposite perspective where it's saying like, oh, that doesn't matter at all. And I feel like with a lot of the videos I make when it comes to say, you know, uh, relationships and just social kind of things, it's like, that's a very small facet. And I talk about other stuff too, but it's like, I just try to say something that I think I genuinely believe is, is real and state it in a way that I think gives it the merit that it deserves. Um, cause I think that kind of makes it relatable and people think like, oh yeah, that's my experience as well. Okay. So there's not like one personal experience you'd turn into a video out of, you know, fear of you being called a Nazi, which you clearly are since you think attractive people have it easier. So basically <laughs> it's just ideas you think would come across offensive. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a little bit more it too, you know, like, um, yeah, I mean, it's just ideas that are more relatable and more not relatable. And it's like, 
when you're coming up with an idea, like it can be kind of like an something that you think is like smart and creative, but you're like, is it really necessary? Like, what's the point of the whole thing? Like, am I trying yeah. to make a political statement? Um, or am I trying to just make people laugh? Like, you know, if you're making content, that's just like, here's some jokes. Um, and I just want, you know, I want someone to watch it for three, four minutes a day and like have a good time and, and make something I think that they'll enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. different than like, say Donald that. Glover's like, you know, this is America music video. Like that's very, like a very, in a way charged statement, you know, it's, it's, it's very different approach I that think. man could fart and people would hunt for clues in his fart for what he was meaning <laughs> like just yeah. nicholas cage hunting for the lost treasures unbelievable there's a certain point where a person's status goes beyond their work and it, he's definitely at that point now where he can make the worst shit or the most inane crap and everyone's like oh it's the greatest thing ever made with all these layers and I'm seeing the opposite just because of that. Well, because of that video, like obviously everyone's making their whole exposed or this is what it really means. Your ending explained Thanos was behind it all along, whatever. <laughs> but it, a lot of people are going back to his older work where it's a lot more raunchy and they're criticizing him for that. So I don't really think his status has made him like some type of holier than thou figure because people are constantly trying to like insult him for things he did in his past. But I'm, it's I'm just saying that one that video it's is. It's yeah, just but that it's one now going to have that. In. It's going to have that effect on his new work, though. I mean, you Maybe. watch like his his next single could be the worst song you've ever heard in your life, but everyone's going to be like, "It's genius! It's the best thing ever made." Well, that's just called being a fan of somebody. At yeah, that point. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that'll be the case for the general uh, like audience anyway. I think they'll be like Charlie said, more alert and more nitpicky because everyone's complimenting it so much. Yeah, exactly. I think it'd have quite the opposite effect. Uh. I was having a conversation with my friend with uh, my friend about this just the other day, um, and we were talking about that music video in particular. And I think, like, f from my perspective, in terms of you know, is it a tasteful thing to make right now that's going to really resonate well with people in the current you know, say, political climate or social climate, or whatever you might want to say? I think it, it really is a terrifically done piece, like in terms of marketing and all that kind of stuff. It's really smart. However, like, if you're actually talking, like, when people start talking about you know the layers of nuance in the message that he's sending like to me it's like not particularly nuanced in the sense that it's it, it's pretty blunt in in the kind of points that it makes like and there's this sort of degree of obfuscation that kind of gets put in where it's like you know there's that part in it where there's like death riding a white horse and a police car behind it and it's like people are like oh that's so deep but you know in my personal perspective i'd be like well it's actually just things that he chose to symbolize stuff that he just kind of put in and then he just put them in subtly in, a, in the background. And in a way, it's, it's actually quite in your face. And it's it's to me, it's not that that nuanced. But at the same time, I think in terms of creative piece and hitting um, resonating with the audience right now, I think he did a fantastic job and the producer did a fantastic job. I think it was very yeah, timely. No, it's a great, it's well a great music video. Song and video. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just kind of the nature of the internet right now. Like if you can dig into something popular, like movie endings is a really easy example to give. I was mm. seeing so many ending explains for Avengers Infinity War when you couldn't have had a more straightforward ending in your fucking life. I hate life. that shit. It's just something What does easy. it mean? <laughs> what does it all mean? Oh my god, I, I can't put these pieces together that they just hit me over the fucking head with. Is this a statement on police brutality? <laughs> We've been analyzing this movie, and we think that Iron Man is Tony Stark? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wait, a metaphor spoilers. for Republican politics? No, just he's a villain. He makes people disappear at the end. 
They're gonna Disney wants back. it to be as a fucking political as they can make it. Like, shut it's, up. It's just an easy way to get people talking. Or, well, not get people talking being the wrong word. Easy way to leech, you know, viewership more so than anything. Because you don't need an, an ending explained for an Infinity, Infinity War. A four-year-old could piece together exactly how it unfolded. But all, all people it like to make that kind people, of shit. They want more from the content, so they're yeah, scrapping at go. the bottoms of the barrel from it. Like, oh, Infinity War is so good, I, I can't stop coming to Spider-Man and Thanos. Where can I get more of this and then some guy makes a video i explained the ending that you totally already get and then they watch it and nod their heads and go yep yep well, that's what i thought yep yep yep, yeah, I saw yep that. everyone watched are they yep. talking are they talking about what actually happened in the end or are they talking about stuff it that doesn't matter in the they could just have a 20 minute video going thanos and spider-man and everyone's gonna go wow this bro- brilliant bold mm. makes total well, sense sure might have been like movie details that we've missed from watching it one that's, time. That's different, though. That's different. Yeah, that's yeah. a very different subgenre. And it's even, it's just really subtle shit that no one really cares about. Like, if you pause at frame 15 and minute 14, <laughs> 15, you'll see uh, an X Men symbol, clearly an homage to This Is America by Donald Glover or some weird mm-hmm. crossover. There, there's, uh, a huge difference. there's a huge difference between they go, all right, if you look in the background of this scene, you can see Plastic Man, who is this villain and all that. Like that's, that's like Easter eggs and references. That's fine. But when all it is is like, what does this line from Spider-Man possibly mean about the future <laughs> of Avengers? And it's like reaching in all possible corners. But, but it's that's also bullshit. like, what, what do you guys really kind of, you know, think that most people kind of get out of those articles. Cause I kind of imagine, you know, like to me, sometimes when I see dumb things like that, I'm kind of like, mm, I don't like that people think this and I don't like that. And, and that kind of stuff. But realistically speaking, I think most people, the same thing with, you know, um, uh, like, like let's say this is America. You talk about people analyzing, um, the new Avengers movie to like the nth degree, but it's like, I think most people consuming that content are just kind of like, Oh, that's neat. And they just kind of go on with their day. Like, yeah. it's not really a significant no, yes. factor. I don't think it's like a yeah, true game people's. changer or anything. It's, a, it's another way of, you know how people see shapes and clouds, like you see a smile or a dog, or sometimes NASA will release a photo of Mars's surface, and people will be like, that, that right there, that's looked like a face. That, that's <laughs> got to be aliens. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and that's the exact same thing they do with just any type of media now like donald glover you know in this one frame if you pause it at exactly frame 287 you can see that his foot was angled at 45 degrees the 45th president of the united states is donald trump this is a statement about racism of donald trump no <laughs> yeah oh, god yeah. you fucking douchebag you're just seeing so many fucking things like spider-man is he gonna come back you do she has like a movie <laughs> slate for 2020 yeah he's gonna <laughs> come back you cunt we have a, uh, god i hate you spoiler we live in a world where uh, we live in a world where game explain and game theory and all that shit have gotten this whole culture on YouTube where you can take any popular thing and just go, oh well, this may have been something that happened because of this, and everyone eats it up. Doesn't well, matter. Yeah, well, I think it's true. Like even in a way, it's like there's a lot of educational content on YouTube. Um, you know, like CGP Grey and like all these kind of explanatory type whatever. But at the end of the day, like almost all that stuff is really just entertainment for people. And I think it's kind of. Um, interesting way because i imagine you guys might experience this as you know people who make content it's like you make something and sometimes if you really have something that grips you you'll want you want to say something and you'll think you really have something that's like to some degree making you're like this is a really good piece of whatever you know you could even call it art that you're making and you're like really put a lot of time and effort into what it is like this podcast and then but i mean like there's these times where you honestly feel like you're making something that's very meaningful and when you Mm -hmm. put it out Mm -hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. reaction is generally speaking, 99% of people are going to be like, oh, that was fun. Oh, that made, you know, that three minutes of my day was better because of that. And it's not like they're kind of looking into it with the same 
you know, perspective in the same depth that you did as the person who made it. And I feel like that happens a lot with, say, the people who are super fans of movies and the people who, you know, make these music videos with this sort of intentional statements and all that kind of stuff. It's just like they're seeing it from a different perspective that the audience is feeling it from, too. I feel I mean, like at the end of the day, uh, I don't think any of us have any problems with no, it. It's just, no, 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 no. That's no, just no, kind no, of the no, whole, no. The whole yeah, thing of it. Yeah, Jamie, don't It's just don't an interesting mistake, complex. Don't mistake our hyperbole for actual, like, lamentation. Like, we're just... We're oh, just, yeah, no, We no, just no, think no, it's no, funny no, to make no. fun of. No, totally. I think we're just more cynical. I think Donald Glover, just sat there with his director and said, let's have a shot of me dancing on a car and people will mistake it for, like, symbolism of riots or whatever. Yeah, I guess, like, just to, like, that point, like, say, like, Donald Glover in particular... Like, I really like him. I really like a lot of his stuff that he makes. But, like, one example is I saw him on a, one particular um, radio show where it's, like, they get people to freestyle. And, like, man, most people who go on just kind of, like, goof around because, like, actually freestyling kind of off the dome is, like, incredibly difficult. And, like, mm-hmm. he was just taking it so seriously because he wanted to have, like, the best freestyle type thing he had like you know hoodie up type of you know he's really intensely focused and i feel like it's just kind of like a personality thing like people really take things differently depending mm-hmm. on yeah whatever but um yeah i think him I, in particular his personality is kind of like that but yeah anyway no I the other thing though the other thing though is with that culture you got to remember there's super villains at the other end like you'll have those people who just want to make out that content and have that the people just talking about things so they'll be like uh uh oh infinity war uh who was in that uh dr strange uh, Doctor Strange sounds like Doctor Estranged. Was he married? Mm-hmm. Well, let's find out. You know, and it, like they so, just they so you make say any... like they're passionless. Exactly, they're just doing it to make controversy and just to have mm-hmm. that content. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is just, that, just like, to be that guy who quote unquote broke the story? Can I ask? Just because you, you mentioned that, it's like how do you guys like go about making content? That you do you just kind of see something during your day and you're like, I'm going to make something related to that, or do you kind of like plan things out in in the future? Plan. Yeah, that was a. You threw out the P word, and we weren't ready for that. I see why you don't want to do offensive yeah. videos. Yeah. yeah, really. Wait, you yeah, work no. on it for more than an hour? What? What are you doing? No, but like, <laughs> is it like that for you guys? Like, you find everything you do is pretty spontaneous. It's just kind of spur of the moment. What you do? We just invite people onto I mean, this podcast, and we don't take out things that are too horrible, and then we just mm-hmm. weather the storm <laughs> if it's too offensive to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been the policy con- so far. For content, personally, it's just whatever I find fun in the moment. I usually don't. Like, you know, not to use the P word, I don't usually think in advance on something that I'd really want to make as like a, a powerful mm. statement or anything like that. Whatever from Moistmater. I'm Moistmater. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to. All right, here's some official drama here. I'm calling you out, Charlie. You did plan Ooh. to avert some drama with your official Moistmater for a certain movie. <laughs> Cut it out, Jackson. He's That's lying. Totally There's a movie no, you gave a high score for yep. that didn't deserve that high score. Yep. You were just Ooh, scared. Don't, don't, don't say the title. Don't say the title. Let's build up some suspense in the. Yeah, uh, it rhymes with. He take that out. No, make it make it suspenseful. No, yeah, Don't make actually, it too obvious. Do actually take that one out. So I, w- I want to see what they think it is. I'm actually curious as well. I think they're yeah. gonna go for Star Wars. But yeah, hey, hey, hey. Don't. But uh, no, no titles for me, Jimmy. Yeah, I've, right. I've actually been trying to ride on the idea. <laughs> Jimmy, I said Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said Jimmy. <laughs> you can just make it up as you go, man. <laughs> just whatever name comes. Anyway, to mind. Jo- anyway, Joseph. As yeah. I was saying, uh, <laughs> sure. no, but uh, I mean, I- I'm kind of in the same boat where Charlie is, but I've been focusing on kind of parodying and satiring stuff, like dubbing over things or taking videos that I think are dumb and just making a super dumb version of it. And that's that's been paying off. So I-, I mean, I'm on the same boat. I make it in like an hour. I don't plan. 
Yeah. Do you care that it would pay off, Andrew, or are you doing it for the happiness inside you? There's a lot of reasons I'm doing it now. I am Half of it is I do enjoy doing it now where it's just you crank out something and it's like, oh, I made this garbage and everyone laughs at it and it's fun. But uh, the biggest reason I kind of made that switch half a little bit from coaxing on by Charlie, but uh, I don't think the internet rewards effort anymore in any capacity. Oh, again. I'm, I'm dead serious, and I every damn episode now. is Look like at my channel. People just upvote stuff that's easy. Th- that's exactly what my channel is, and it's blowing up. I, I have proof. I have evidence. Where's your proof? Look at my fucking channel. I don't see it. Okay, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's because your eyes need adjusting, Jackson. I think Hubble <laughs> contacts lenses can help you see straighter. Jamie, quick quiz, since you know so much. The Hubble telescope found out what? Found out what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't find out shit. What do you mean? It's a fucking telescope. It doesn't know anything. The it's universe was not contracting. Quite the contrary, it was... Expanding? Contradicting. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> At an accelerating rate. Yeah, the Hubble telescope yeah. found that out. Can you see Can you see well, Jackson? Because if not, Hubble contact lenses can help you out. A- everyone knows that being able to see is very important. But imagine you have terrible vision and you lose your glasses. How are you going to find them? That's why you need a piece of compact plastic to place directly onto your eyeball. So you're always prepared and you don't look like a nerd. So check out Hubble contact lenses. Not to offend anyone that does wear glasses. You don't you don't look like nerds, but no. Hubble contact lenses offers some you incredible do. incredible contact lenses for an affordable price. So go to hubblecontacts.com and you use the uh you select our, our show our official podcast at checkout and you get your contacts, okay? You look like a chad. You don't want to use glasses that you can drop and then uh flash from Spider-Man steps on them. And then the hot chick in the school doesn't like you anymore. You don't want to do that. You want to wear the uh, Hubble contacts for one dollar a day. Is that right, Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get you get fifteen pairs of lenses for free if you use our show at checkout. So make sure you do that and get some high quality lenses. Well, we got to go to h u b b l e contacts dot com to claim that offer. But anyway, speaking of being too good, casually explained, do you think you're better than Sam Onella? <laughs> Man, I think I came first, didn't I? Is that, is that out there? I don't know. I might be wrong. I, I actually have to check. I have to check. Wait, no, I have to see. <laughs> I have to check when he made his channel, just for the sake of it. Well, I feel like he was on this show before you, though. How, about, how do you very, feel about that's that? That's very, yeah, I'm a little bit offended, to be honest. But uh, It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I have no problem. I really like his content, honestly. I think I think he mentioned, too, that he was like, he got a bit of his inspiration from grade A, I think. I I was not even mentioned in that at all, but uh, I, I'm in the same. I'm in the. I, wow. I have to say, like, I'm I'm sort of in the same boat too, where it's like I obviously really respect his content. I think he makes good stuff, and like uh, I come from the same inspiration, in the sense where you know I watched Grade A before I made my videos, and I wasn't ever trying to like rip him off at all. But it was just kind of like I realized that oh, you know, he really put a lot of time and attention into the writing of his videos, and um, you know, it, it's evident that the visual part of it was not super important and I was like well that's kind of good because I really like you know writing things um and I feel I can do a good job of that I was never a very good artist obviously and that's where my kind of thing stemmed from and I feel like maybe that's the same thing for Salmonella but yeah that's uh I, a I copycat little stuff. bitch is what you're saying. That's my statement. That's my final statement. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> Just, interpreting it. <laughs> you saw through the saw through the shroud but um yeah no I like Salmonella stuff a lot. Yeah we do too. 
Who would you say is your biggest inspiration throughout all of your mm. life? Growing up as a baby apart boy. Apart from us. Well, yeah. Apart, apart from, from us. Guys, who, yeah. Really, yeah, um, who really inspired you to grow up? You know, to grow up. Uh, I don't know. There's no one in particular. It kind of depends. Like, I feel like from my history, it's always been... I really enjoy like finding a particular thing that I'm really interested in and then just kind of spending all my time doing that. And then whatever it is that I wanted to do or be good at, I would try to find people in that domain who are really, who really excelled in whatever it was. And then I kind of look up to them and try to imitate them. Um, I guess, I guess that's my answer. No. So no. So are you still inspired by Morgan Freeman? Oh, after I have I've not really super up to date with the, the latest on neither that. am i no how but do you I feel about what happened with morgan no. freeman uh well he's accused of raping women now too no don't do that to america's grandfather that's not fair no he has well not rape i don't know i haven't read the article it, i was gonna it, read it, it, it but i forgot but cnn has inappropriate behavior <laughs> yeah oh, come on it was, a, it was a bunch of articles came out today about like some women coming forward that he was like i think it was groping or something wow yeah, groping and making inappropriate comments which is understandable if he's like 80 years old you shouldn't do that that's just gross i saw one thing that was like saying something about like sexual harassment or sexual assault or whatever and it was like he there was like some person some that was working on the set or whatever and he would like lift her skirt up and then she was like and then she'd walk away and then he'd do it again and then she'd walk away and then eventually she would just like stop like what are you doing why are you doing this and he was like oh like really flustered about it and that was just one anecdote i read i don't know what else he's being accused of or whatever he just sounds old (laughs) he just sounds like an old man but dude morgan listen we all want to lift those skirts up to see what's underneath but we don't do it you sick fuck Wrong yeah, because wow. we have we have bungee cord and five gallon jugs of milk. We don't indulge in the pleasures of the flesh anymore. No, Just the right. chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, really. I've evolved beyond that. women. I've got some shoelaces and a little weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm MacGyver. I don't need women anymore. <laughs> you should see what I can do with some hairspray and a light bulb. I got a slingshot and some stones. <laughs> That's really sad, though. If that the is extremely sad. True. He's always been looked at as like a a vanguard of purity. Oh. Well, I guess I can't Morgan really say Freeman that. But has nice been purity. Morgan Freeman's been old for as long as I've been alive. Yeah, I, yeah. I just can't picture him doing it. That's a real shame. <laughs> and with that, we'll just call it a day. That was a good, yeah. good point to close. <laughs> well, a nice for, somber ending. Thanks for ruining our day. Um, <laughs> God, who's a, who's another celebrity that you boys just you you would not ever believe if they did some misconduct, something terrible? Keanu Reeves. Ooh, yeah, those mm. are both good ones. Both answers I'm, I was gonna say. Tom I'm gonna who? go. Tom Hanks is an absolute one. That Tom um, Hanks. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think this is another agreeable one. Weird Al Yankovic. Mm, I wouldn't be that. He, he's definitely really? more a shoelace type of guy. I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I really no. wow. Actually, I'm calling it out now. He's lifted his fair share of skirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That would, that would break my heart. He seems like the Donald Glover type of guy who, where no matter what he does, people suck his dick. I don't know. I'd be devastated about Keanu Reeves, though. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'd be upset about it, but I think if Tom Hanks turned out to be like a, you know, lifting up skirts and like peeing on people or whatever, I think that would be the one that really fucked me up the most because I've, I've looked, up, looked up to Tom Hanks for so fucking long. Like, he's just such a great guy. And he, like, does super cool things for his fans. I think, ha- happily for you, Charlie, I think Tom Hanks is more like the 
kind of celebrity who'd kill himself and everybody would go like, oh, what was wrong? We never noticed. Well, what about that's, you, not hap- that's not a happy thought at all. <laughs> I think that relates to He's going to kill himself. Well, it, it's <laughs> really? better than him being accused of rape. That's true, yeah. What about you, Jamie? Um, I, I just say I was a little bit... I was like, ah, shit, when uh, the whole Louis C.K. thing happened. Um, that was kind of like a downer for me because I think he's a really great comedian. Like, I think he's the kind of guy, like, just a quick side note, I feel someone like Dave Chappelle, he's the kind of person who's like a really solid set. Like, the whole show is great. Um, but, like, Louis C.K. is the kind of guy who has, like, a little bit lower notes in his show, but, like, some really high highs, brilliant joke writing and that kind of stuff. And I really admired him for for that. And, like, having that whole situation come up, it just kind of, like, tarnishes a bit of his, you know, a lot of his reputation and image for me. And I'm I was, like, not a little bit sad about that. God, yeah. fuck off. I'm still angry about that one because Louis C.K., like, you didn't have to sit there and just watch him jack off. One of them was literally on the phone with them. Mm-hmm. As he was touching oh, himself, be, just hang I'd up. I'd be pretty upset about that too. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I don't think she knew at the time. It's not like he's saying, "I am jerking off to this call," like a fucking you know telemarketer. This call is being recorded. No, I'm jerking well, okay, off. Okay, hello, I'm jacking know? off. <laughs> he told her. How else would she know? Afterwards, probably is what I'm guessing. What, he, he came and sent her a message or something. I, I don't know. If this is right, but I think I think that I, again, I don't know if this is right. But what I heard was like like sort of halfway through the call, she kind of realized that he was doing you know, doing something as the conversation was going on. And then she just felt too uncomfortable that it's like, I can't really hang up. Should I hang up? Like, uh, what do I do? And she just kind of went through it. And I feel like, you know, it's a bit of a yeah, weird. No, at that point it's on you. Come on. He's a fucking creep. Sure. But if you just sit there in a room with him, watch him jack off. And 20 years later you go like, Oh, he raped me. No, you could have just left the room. You didn't have to sit there and watch him and well, cheer him yeah. eating popcorn and clapping and having a big foam number one glove on your finger. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. It's a whole I mean, all this, like, Half of this Me Too shit seems to boil down to, uh, you know, I kind of humored him because I thought he'd get me a role, but then he didn't, so now I'm resentful 20 years later. No. Well, that's ex- well. I mean, that's kind of it. Like, they didn't want to leave because you know they'd lose the role or they'd get on his bad that's, side or that's something. That's the whole point. Yeah. If if I, it's the whole power thing, like he has all the power. If you're gonna leave when he's jerking off, well, there goes your opportunity. I'd sit in the room and watch him jerk off. If I didn't get the role, I'd be tight as fuck. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna tell people you jerked off while looking at me. I'd be I'd be just as upset. I'd be on that me too train. Kind of interesting. That's a reversal of power because it's hey, you need to watch me jerk off or you don't get the role. And then later, now with me too, it's aha. I didn't get the role, and now I'm going to tell on you. Well, it's like, I, I kind of feel like if you look at sort of like the Harvey Weinstein situation in like contrast, like for him, like for Harvey Weinstein, it's like basically a criminal situation. Like it's, it's, it's really bad. And then for, for, for it's more like for Louis C.K., it's like he's been publicly shamed is more or less the result of mm-hmm. what happened. And, and to some degree, I'm like, well, I think based on what I've read, I'm like, that's probably the ap- appropriate response, just like. You know, and I think that that's kind of been reflected for both those people in different ways. So in a way, obviously, like we're talking about, oh, well, if you're in the room, just leave the room, just hang up the phone. And it's like, well, you know, there's obviously, try like your, what you're saying, there's like the power dynamic involved. And I'm sure there's many, many people who just like went with it and they didn't give shit. But um, yeah, yeah, I feel like the degree of punishment that both those people are getting are a little bit more proportional to what they did. So I, I don't have too much of a yeah, no, I don't think there's anything wrong about how it was handled. All right, here's a fun topic. Say, uh, oh, say Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Jamie, how old are you? Yes, uh, 22. Do you live with your parents or do you plan on living with your parents when you're 30? <laughs> uh, no. It's about right, have you seen the news of the 30-year-old who still lives 
with his parents and had to get sued by them to move out. And <laughs> still does not I plan to move onion. out. I this just sounds like a regular uh, lifestyle to me. I think it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of 30-year-olds, but this one's funny because they actually sued him into moving out. But I thought yeah. that was an Onion article. No, was it no it's, it's, that it's actual, a real, real news. Yeah, it's real. No, like, this shit. is nothing yeah, if you're 30... It's not against you if you're 30 years old and listening to this and you still live with your with your parents for whatever reason. Maybe you've had just fallen onto bad times, right? But this man isn't the regular, oh, I'm looking for a job and I still haven't moved out. I feel so terrible, yada, yada, yada. This man is a shameless piece of shit Redditor <laughs> who just had an uh, an interview on CNN. His name is, I th- what was it, guys? Like Michael Rapotino? Michael Sabarano or something? Yeah, it's yeah some, it's something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Like a ten-minute interview on CNN because this is what's what qualifies as news these days, and you just talk to this lady who was dumbfounded by this man's inability to finish a sentence and make any sort of sense, and he was basically defending himself, being thirty years old and not wanting to move out of his parents' house despite. No, he, them. he wasn't though. He he wasn't. He was saying, "I want to move out as soon as possible, but I'm not." <laughs> Well, yeah, you were self-contradictory. Well, was that like, was I'm after... not a millennial. I'm a millennial. Yeah, he was. He was completely. Out. He was completely self-contradictory because he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I want to. I don't want to move out. I just don't think it's time. I'm not ready." And then they were like, "Well, then you got the legation." He's like, "Yeah, I can't stay here anymore. I need to move out." I, yeah, like well, he's, he's saying from a legal standpoint, he has to move he, out, he but just, he still wants to he, stay there. He's he's he, like. he, he gave he's, no he's answers. It. He gave no proper answers to anything. What was the yeah. actual? What was the actual legal basis for it? Like, can can you actually sue someone to leave your house for a kid or whatever? It was something about was him it? living there rent free, so they just wanted right. to evict yeah. him. It's not like they were su- yeah. they weren't suing his own their own son for all of his money. They just wanted him out of the that's, fucking that house. That sounds kind of yeah. hilarious. I feel <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> it could either be just hilarious or terribly sad. I don't know. One of those two. You, Maybe both. Highly, their offer, their parents' offer, according to this article on Heavy.com that I'm skimming right now, is their offer was: we will give you eleven hundred dollars. You leave, and their suge- one of their suggestions was uh, sell the other things you have that have any significant value. This is especially true for any v- weapons you may have, and you may you just know they mean katanas. You just know he, he's hoarding swords in his basement. Come on. I feel like it's like the while you were moving out and getting a job, I was studying the blade type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And this is what it leads to getting evicted by your mom. Yeah, nice. Um, his dojo comes well, I was just, I was just reading I don't know if you saw this, this reddit thread that was like uh, like people who have sold their kidney how did you sell your kidney and what did you get paid for it and it turns out that like apparently if you go to like China or India like you can get some you know 100 to 150,000 for a kidney and I was like whoa. I would oh, do it whoa. but I could see someone doing it whoa 150,000 yeah. for a kidney for a kidney sign that's, me the fuck up that's yeah. nuts Damn, yeah, that's that crazy nuts. Your kidney's important, though. I, I thought mostly they just knocked you out and stole it. Well, that's the risk. Well, yeah, like, they can the, do. The risk is, like, you might wake up with less than a kidney. You know, they might take a little bit. They'll yeah, probably steal your wallet. Hands, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, that's not a bad deal, you know? I'm surprised more people don't go missing like that. Just idiot expats who go to some third world country to sell their kidneys. But, but these ones, these ones are actually like the legit deal. Like in a way, it's almost like professional doctors with an actual operating room, and they just kind of wow. deal with this stuff on the black market. Wow, um, that's so it's very professional. Yeah, but, I know you know. first world people who go to the third world to get organ transplants. Like you know how in 
you know, I don't in the West if you're denied an organ transplant because I don't know, maybe you're an alcoholic and the medical board doesn't want to give you another kidney, right? So you go to the Philippines and you sign up there and you just buy a kidney for like twenty thousand dollars. I know that, but I've never actually heard of people going to, there to sell them. Because I figure if, if that was possible, why wouldn't just poor people native to that country sell their kidneys? Yeah, that's what that's what my point was going to be. Surely they'd have a surplus of kidneys over there. Why are we going over there and stealing their jobs? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just having kids to harvest the kidneys. That's their business plan. That's what I do. If if that number is true, is one hundred and fifty k per kid? Come well, on. Well, the thing that I wasn't sure about is like this. Just just relating to this the specific number, I feel like because some people were like, yeah, twenty thousand, and then some other people were like, no, it's a hundred to one hundred fifty because I did it. And I feel like there's very different places with dairy, very different prices depending on the, the thing, like who you're dealing with. Surely, surely it might be uh, like the quality of your liver, uh, your kidney as but well. How would they know? Like, do they? Yeah, they wouldn't you know, know beforehand. Hmm. I feel it's kind of tricky. Maybe they get. only pay you afterhand. It's a real dilemma. Yeah, it's really, yeah. Anyway, but that's uh, believe if, it if YouTube doesn't work out for you guys. If streaming doesn't work <laughs> out, <laughs> luckily if I for, have an extra look, kidney. If, if for some reason, if for some reason the sponsors don't want a return visit on this podcast, <laughs> then you have this, <laughs> this great option. Who would have that was mean? Who would have known I was sitting on one hundred and fifty thousand dollars this entire time? Even yeah. more if you include other organs. Can I sell really? other people's kidneys? Do I need That'd my tonsils? No. Get that shit out of here. My appendix gone. No one's well, going to no want appendix. an appendix. Yeah. yeah that, that, that or provides tonsils. No, yeah, that, neither one provides any benefit. That you can eat it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you're from a rich, sick fuck that just wants to cannibalize people. Well, not even that. There's probably some in Eastern Asian villages. They've got the medicine idea where you eat different body parts true, to feel better. There's true. probably people who but, want to eat appendix and shit. Yeah, yeah. but they're not going to have a lot of money, Andrew. Then not like they have bank accounts with hundreds of thousands, but you guys remember they could have been the, saving their entire lives. Yeah, I want praise. Deal what that whole village's capital is well, like what my pocket change. Five <laughs> that bucks. whole village's capital is appendices. They're just, they're just <laughs> throwing them at each other, counting it's them a up. goat's tail and five bucks in gum, maybe. Are you but telling you me guys, you wouldn't get rid of your appendix for $5, some gum, and a coat? Usually you have to pay to get rid yeah, of your appendix. Really? So yeah. if I'm getting gum yeah. and I'll turn it's, like, oh, it's an improvement. That's already cool. better than the U.S. healthcare system. No, but you guys remember the Rotenburg cannibal from Germany who made an ad on the internet because he was looking for somebody to eat. And then he found somebody and that guy had told him, yeah, you can cut my penis off and eat it. And what this guy, this is a true story, by the way. Go, uh, go to Wikipedia, dear listeners. I, I don't know his name. I don't fucking remember. But point is, he, he put out an ad on this online forum called the Cannibal Cafe, I think, looking for somebody he could eat. And this dude replied and said, hey, you can eat me. So he cuts this dude's dick off. They try to fry Ooh. it in a frying pan. It kind of shrivels up because turns out there really aren't any tutorials on YouTube for frying cock. So they, they were kind of pioneers of their field, of their culinary taste i suppose <laughs> they put it in the microwave microwave it shrivels up even further and so this cannibal he decides you know whatever i'm still gonna eat it and he drugs the guy and lets him bleed out in the bathtub while he's reading star trek books in his living room actual story Wait, so the guy the cut off dick guy died yeah, oh yeah, he, well, yeah of, course of course he died. No, he, his that whole, was part of the plan from the get-go. Yeah, that for was him. Plan, his whole point was kill me, butcher me, and eat me. But start mm -hmm. with the dick, let's eat my dick together. That was his plan. 
And <laughs> sounds sounds foolproof <laughs> to me. Like, I don't see the don't see the any faults in it so far. I I don't know why. And they say romance is dead. So, <coughs> Mister Cannibal lets a dude bleed out in his bathroom while he's reading about Captain Picard and his adventures or whatever. And apparently, there's a video of this of this cannibal like a butcher cutting this meat and putting it into the ice box but it's only ever been screened to like 20 journalists by the police and it's been on lockdown ever since. And I kind of want to see that. It's like an infinity stone. I want to see what that, I would absolutely love to watch that shit. Yeah. That sounds like the most morbid shit. The next level to the ISIS. Like this is like premium ISIS subscription kind of shit. But, uh, the whole, the whole website was set up uh, to fantasize about eating each other. And like the whole website was outraged when it actually happened. Well, I don't but know if, if you they go were on there, it's just but... no. They were. You can yeah. still read almost all of the posts on the Cannibal Cafe, like as that happened. How do you both know so much about this? <laughs> like, I thought this, this is was just funny. like one person with an anecdote, but this is like no, yeah, no, okay. no. This was yeah. one of the most prolific cases in Europe of this guy. It was also because... extremely big in the That's US. That's super interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of it. it. It's because it led to this whole jurisdictional the law had to be changed around this case because it led to the argument of. This guy voluntarily wanted to be killed. Should this be legal or not? Right? Up until that point, apparently, this never came up of, hey, what, what if a guy wants to be killed and eaten? <laughs> and it must suck. It must suck to be, like, a lawyer, you know, making legislation or whatever. And it's like that kind of shit comes across your desk and you're like, I was... I, didn't, yeah. I just wanted to put bad guys in jail. Like, what's going on with this? Yeah. All right, I'm finally out of the academy. I'm ready to bust some crooks. What do you got for me? This guy ate another dude's dick. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, send him to jail. Well, no, sir. He wanted to be eaten. What? Oh. You're just... I quit. You're just... I can see why you called a detective. It's like it's like you're just fresh out, and they just... Like, you expect that they're going to be like, hey, we need you to take a picture of Spider-Man. And you're like, that sounds great. But instead, he's like, yo, there's this guy going around eating dicks. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? If, if I was told that as a reporter, my first job is taking photos of Spider-Man, I would drop everything and go apply. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yeah, man. Just, yeah. Not even new guy. You you must, like, I assume all the people who make, like, the big boy decisions about law are all the, like, old people, right, who've been in, in their respective yeah, fields veterans. for several years. Like, you, and this was back in, when was this? 2001. Yeah, it was yeah, a while ago. Yeah, like, a while ago. This Before these old people even knew what the internet is, someone came up to him and said, hey, in the Cannibal Cafe, somebody met a willing victim who wanted to have his dick eaten. They tried frying it, sir, but they couldn't fry it properly. So, you know, they looked up some Jamie Oliver tips, and it didn't help either. <laughs> so he just let the guy bleed out in his bathroom, and then he ate him. And the guy he goes, what, what do you say as a judge? Like, what? <laughs> It shut down the internet. <laughs> Speaking of frying up and eating delicious meals, Blue Apron is the number one. <laughs> Blue Apron no is the number, one, Blue Apron. the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission make home cooked incredible meals accessible to everyone. Blue Apron offers three plans. Jamie, would you like to guess those three plans? Uh, no, I have no idea. I, the two I'm, I'm ready to be wild. That's right. Good job. What's <laughs> ready the to be wild. <laughs> Wait, is there a three-person fa- meal? Nope, the family meal plan. And uh, well, finally, that, that could be three people. Is there, could, is there like a right? 
Okay, go on, go on. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> the Wine Clan. On. That's right, Jamie. You are really good That's at this. That's right. I was ready for it. Having never <laughs> seen this before in your entire life. Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients, step-by-step recipes, right to your door. I almost read that as right to your doctor. That would be convenient as well. <laughs> for $150,000, <laughs> right to your doctor. <laughs> they can be cooked another they 45 minutes. They some nice treatment, dude. I should yeah. do that. Like, show up to, to my doctor's at nice McDonald's. That would be cool. Some of the best parts of our day happen over dinner, so we can sit down, share our favorite serial killer stories, our favorite fucked-up cannibal cafe tales. So for this month, the Blue Apron menu consists of creamy caramelized, caramelized, caramelized onion burgers with apple and pickled pepper salad, Chrissy Teigen's garlic and soy glazed shrimp with charred broccoli and a hot green pepper sauce, roasted chicken drumsticks and cauliflower with orzo, feta cheese and olives, and or you can choose spicy penne pasta with zucchini and capers. All of this looks delicious. You can get that at blueapron.com slash official. That's blueapron.com slash official to get your first three meals for free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Um, I, I just, I was just kind of thinking like what you're talking about and I just really want to eat, eat all of it. It just sounds great. Yeah. yeah I Perfect. Would, I'd yeah. like to sign it. Is it sounds fantastic. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay, so good question since the ad is over now. By the way, the dude's name, I looked it up. It was Armin Mivas, the role... You don't want to make him famous the, for that. The dick <laughs> I mean, like, don't say it Oh, James he's already, is way he's already famous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's very... I'm surprised... Well, I guess... I've never, I know, I just never the, heard of him. You're surprised no one's heard of him? Hmm. Yeah, no, well, well, I know I, the story was super huge, because yeah. I heard about it when it was going on, mm-hmm. and I was a kid. Really? Wait, I'm, really? It really was a huge I did. case, yeah. wow. Andrew. It, the whole... Like I said, the law had to be questioned because of this case. Because what do you do? Like, you know how we today have this whole debate, Andrew, about... What's it called when somebody wants mercy to die? Mercy killings. And you, yeah, mercy oh, right, killings. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called technically? Assisted, right assisted suicide. Assisted, assisted yeah. suicide, yeah. So that was hot I mean, button I, issue in the early 2000s. That's weird. Yeah. Right? How can you argue that assisted suicide should be legal because if somebody wants to die, they should be allowed to just die with dignity and then say, hey, this guy wants to die, but no, we can't allow him. That's murder. Right? I mean, Which, that's they, weird. They should do it like in a clean situation not with their dick cut off bleeding out in the bathtub yeah, yeah don't give me the mcdonald's of dick eating give me like a gordon ramsay flambe special preparation well, i don't for know it. why there has to be any dick eating in a suicide or assisted suicide <laughs> could, you, could you imagine if it's like if it's just like yeah you can actually participate in the voluntary euthanasia program if you fly to sweden because it's a very progressive country however you will have to eat eat a dick you will <laughs> eat your own dick <laughs> You know, this was oh. pioneered by Armin Mivas, but we kind of butchered it. So we hired Jamie Oliver to really saute the penis and the testes. And you'll have to eat your own before we can allow you to take the lethal dose of morphine. Do you think that it that's a solution to our problems in a way? You take the people Eating who want to die. No, 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 no. In that, in that hole, you fly to Sweden with the self-euthanasia. What if you take that, you take the people who want to die and you no. take the people who want to kill people and you mash them together in like a legal way? 
Oh, I mean, that's like a battle royale. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Imagine you. I feel like someone's like, yeah, like the Hunger Games. You're like, no, like Fortnite. <laughs> if they're following video it. game trends. It's definitely going to include battle royale. But I, I'm talking like you go to Sweden, <laughs> eat, you know, eat us with a Fortnite skin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking John Wick. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is, you go to Sweden, the most progressive country in the world, and you like you get the organization, and they're like, okay, Mister uh, Mister Derrickson, okay, you have signed up to die, and you want to be shot in the head by a revolver i want you to meet svengard over here he has wanted to shoot someone in the head for ages so uh why don't you go ahead and get this started that's kind of the same concept of the purge yeah yeah but the purge well, is that's not at all the purge, the purge. Total, yeah, nobody no, in the, the purge, purge is, wants to die yeah well, the, okay well, the purge is total that, anarchy and i'll break down a law i'm talking like these two people agree it's like i want to kill someone and the other person says i want to die and they figure know, it out <laughs> You're not meant to feed that person's yeah, like that's, dark that's desires. The, that's, the level the of pain, like if I if I'm suicidal and I want to die, that doesn't mean I want some guy to cut my cock off while I'm still breathing. <laughs> well, the the, right, the person who different. wants to die would choose how they die. They'd be all he'd be all no, like, but, oh, yeah, I want to, yeah. 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 Then well, maybe, I, yeah. No, but even even from the perspective of someone shooting someone, you're not meant to like let you're not meant to let someone do that because it's Why like. Not? What stops him from just doing it outside of the the thing? It's it's the logic of the purge. Well, <laughs> you do it he, well no, then you would make a law around that. You would say, "Hey, the suicidal guy said you can only shoot him in the head and then eat his dick. If you yeah. eat his dick before you shoot him in the head, we'll have to arrest you, sir." No, I'm talking about like after that, like after. Yeah, he's they gonna go, go home the... and he's gonna constantly be thinking about it. And you he don't think to do that guy's gonna kill people oh, yeah, anyway? Yeah. Well, probably not. Know, like, I, if he didn't have I, access to the whole assisted to eat. suicide what if, what if it thing. teaches him to hate it? Isn't isn't the first rule kind of like if you want to kill someone, like the first thing you should do is not say that you want to kill someone? Like, how are they going to find someone who's just <laughs> yeah, kind of like, yeah, I'd really love to kill someone. Like, if you just like have them around, like just send them yeah, on like, over, that would oh, be great. I guess if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good way of catching bad people if you want to kill anyone sign up here well it's like it's like i don't know if you guys if you if you have this but it's yeah. like when you come into canada like you fly into canada they have a um when you go do the customs immigration form at the airport it's like have you been or are you involved with a terrorist organization in the last seven years and like are people just gonna be <laughs> like oh uh yeah and they hand it in and like D are you involved with a terrorist organization like oh fuck oh dude i didn't think of it <laughs> you got I, me. oh you got me you, you it's gotta be I, I you tricked me to oh. murder like we need at least two years of experience with murder different differing <laughs> you, degrees of execution it's like, it's like you hand in that form and they're like so you have skills then you've been doing this for seven years and you're like oh here you got me Thank some, you. some guy who's got like a thousand kills coming. You know, I think you're a bit overqualified for what we're looking for. <laughs> Fresh out of college, Ugh, you're just John John Wick. Wick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, you're you're a shooting, stabbing murderer. We're looking for lethal injections. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, you've interned with ISIS. No, 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 sorry, no. ISIS was last time. We're going with the Irish mafia now. We're sorry. <laughs> I don't I mean, know how I, I feel about the whole assisted suicide thing, man. Because last time, some what country was it? They killed a woman who was just basically depressed. This was the <laughs> official story. She was, he or she, I'm not even sure anymore, but basically just depressed her whole life. And she wanted to die. And they killed her. And I don't know if I'm fine with that. That's, just yeah, sounds, that's, that's yeah. fucked. That's, mm -hmm. that's fucked. I feel like that's the big question, though. It's, like, the difference between, like, you know, if you're, like, that, uh, whatever his name was, the Australian dude, like, 103, 104-year-old guy, with, yeah. you know, like, yeah. life is behind you, basically, and it's, like, you're making yeah. the decision to end it. Yeah. That makes so much sense, and everyone agrees on it. But if you're, like, you know, an angsty 20-year-old 
who's just kind of, you know, had a bad experience and it's like, you don't really know, you don't have any meaning in your life or any good relationships. And you're like, life is fucking terrible. I just wish I was dead. Like everyone knows, like, you know, a lot of people like, well, I've been there. A lot of people go through that or like, there's still so much opportunity in the world for you. And so then it's like, you never want to kill that person. Um, But still it's like, where does that, where do you draw the line? I guess it's kind of like, uh, go ahead, Charlie. I was just going to say, and that's kind of what the case touched on, because yeah. I don't remember what the conclusion was. I think I think Armin ended up with a life sentence for it. Yeah. So mm. I would sure hope so. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it, it's like that's that statistic. I think it's like 98 percent of people. He gets a five star Michelin rating instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like that statistic where it's like 98 uh, percent of people who jump off a bridge and live regret it. Like the people who are trying to kill themselves do it. And it's like, how do you, yeah, I mean, we have no connection with someone after they die. It's like, how do you know that that suicide was the right call? So what you're you know saying, what I mean? we, should, we should start uh, lining highways with trampoline. So when yes. people try to do it, then they're, they're fine. And they have that realization halfway through and then their life has changed. Is that we the, should hire the they bounce off. They bounce off the trampoline and then snap their legs. We should and then hire more a sad. group of strongmen to stand on a platform below the bridge and catch you. And when, when you get caught, they go, what are you doing? Life's worth living. Come on. We then love they, you. Then they kiss you. <laughs> they give you a hug. Can you imagine, though? It's just like, oh, I was really depressed, but I realized all I needed was a pep talk from a strong man. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's okay, a dude, there's a, What if that's there's the, a, there's the gun amazingly... control we really need is just sell <laughs> fake bullets. Like 50% of them make them fake, and they're like those Joker Joker kind of fake bullets where it shoots out a little flag that says bang <laughs> and has a little kitten as a photo. Like, do you really want to kill uh, your classmates? No. There's an amazingly depressing documentary that I highly recommend. It's about, oh, it's called, like, The Angel of Something. And it's it's, it's, it's the guy on the bridge. Yeah, the guy who, every day, he goes to this common suicide bridge, and he talks Mm -hmm. to jumpers, and he's saved a ton of lives. And almost all of them are like, I was just looking for someone to talk to. And I highly recommend it. There's someone over over here like that down in uh, New South Wales, I believe. There's, like, a cliffside. That people jump off down here, and he's got a house next to it, and he, and he comes out every morning, pushes them off, and talks. To- <laughs> he got himself a house near. It. Imagine that. Well, it, that's there's amazing. a lot of holes in his roof. Well, uh, yeah. So he just talks people down. But going back to your strongman thing, I've been thinking: <laughs> if someone jumps off the bridge and into the strongman's arms, mm-hmm. would they still like would their neck snap? And then, like, would that still kill them when they? Well, that's why the strongman had to be Probably. trained well, in catching yeah. falling suicide victim technique. But yeah. surely it, the these are professionals, okay? These just aren't off the street strongmen, okay? We're not, you know. We're yeah, not. you're underestimating just how strong these men are. These strong. are the strongest I like it, men. I feel like it would kill the strongman too. <laughs> it so would absolutely. We should just like we should just make this an event at the world's strongest man. Like you catch him off the Golden Gate, catch catch him off uh, whatever. Like you know, just increasingly high bridges until there's some kind of. Until we have till the next snaps, right? Well, the next no, snaps. that's perfect. It's until we have a winner. Every other contestant is the one who jumps. <laughs> yeah, like, are there any depressed people in the audience? Can you guys come in real quick? <laughs> God, I wish I wish we could have spectacles of uh, like I don't know executions. I guess. Yeah. Like live from the Thunderdome, the execution well, of think, John think, Wayne Gacy. I think the thing that's so messed up is like back in the day when they used to like you know guillotine people. Like, oh yeah, everyone oh, went and saw it. They're like, oh, let's see those. Yeah, yeah I miss like, it's, days, yeah. it's man. so morbid. Just the but, whole you know, people the have that morbid curiosity. Yeah. What? 
You miss those days? Were you around then? <laughs> I, no, like I, I miss those days DFT. as in that sounds awesome. Like why can't I go to the town square and see some sick fuck being beheaded? Instead, now we have these private executions for some what? Serial rapist, child rapist, serial killer. And the only people who are allowed to watch and jack off are the immediate family of the victim. Wait, why? I want to watch. Watch and jack off. Yeah, I <laughs> would. Like, Fuck them! Like what you you scared, you scared Jamie away? Yeah. Why do you think I'm gonna? <laughs> oh, Jamie dropped out of the call. Jamie's gone. <laughs> keep, keep talking. Though, he was bro. late for an execution. Fuck. So we've got some uh, Patreon questions. We uh, there's a lot of fans of you in our audience, or well, a Patreon That's audience. So nice. we let them ask questions, and then we're going to relay the questions. So Lewis Moreno wants to know what's your most homosexual experience. I think he likes you a bit too much. Um, interesting. Okay. Well, hmm. I feel like my most homosexual experience is my uh, my friend Jimmy. He probably crashes at my house like three, four nights a week. I have an extra mattress, you know, so he doesn't like cuddle up next to me, you know. But I feel like that sounds like a relationship. And it's the kind of thing where it's like you know, at this point, you know, people are like, oh, are they is something happening there, and he always makes sort of gay jokes. I kind of do it sometimes. But then it's, like, at the point where people are just kind of, like, actually, though, you know, like, uh, you know. Is um, it like that yeah. male joke you make with a girlfriend? Like, ha, wouldn't it be funny if we, you know, were together? Haha, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like that. <laughs> you could, you know, possibly. Anyway, um, uh, do you that's want, it. That's my answer. Do you want to come out on this episode to him? Um, do you want to no, press your not yet. Right not now? Not yet. Sure I'd like to come out and say I would like him to think about paying some rent. That would be great. Um, I thought you were going to say you want him to make the move first. Oh, well, he's waiting for you. Get in on that. No, I'm done. That's the next question. (laughs) This is from Jack, and they ask, "Where did your art style and format come from? If it was inspired by someone, who are they, and how have they impacted your content?" Um, I'd say that it was a little bit of grade A, like I was saying before. I feel like his art style is what made me kind of realize, oh, you know, from the style that I'm doing, the writing is more important than the visuals. Um, so I say I got that a lot from grade A. Um, I think to me, the, the writing is, I like watching a lot of sort of British talk shows and panels and stuff like that. And I kind of felt that the kind of British self-deprecating humor was something that doesn't really exist too much in, at least for us here. And I kind of wanted to do something. There's a bit of combination of that where I was like, I think there's a lot of stuff that isn't being said. And I think there's a bit of style that people haven't really done too much. And I wanted to kind of fuse those together. So I'd say mostly it's a combination of a little bit of more of a British talk show, self-deprecating genre of humor mixed with maybe like a grade A kind of like artisanal PowerPoint um, of content. I think that's, that's where it comes from. Hmm. All right. Well, that was a very yeah, that was a very straightforward answer. Yeah. I'm actually interested. In, this is a real quick uh, question from your your pal Jackson over mm-hmm. here. Pal, he wants to know has has uh, YouTube the recent decisions by YouTube affected your channel as much Which, with demonetization? Um, not too much. Um, I don't think I have any videos that are demonetized. I had one that was for a little bit, and then one, and then it came back. Um, but I don't. I don't. I don't really experience it too much. I feel like my content is pretty clean, all things mm-hmm. considered. You know, in a way, I'd kind of imagine I was surprised when Cyanide and Happiness um, got a lot of their stuff. What What do you mean by Marked recent? It. Because the 
Are you talking about the chronological thing that just happened yesterday? No, 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 no. no. I was just talking about the the recent uh, blow ups that have happened in the last like year. Recent being a, yeah, a bad word, surprise because to me it's just like not very offensive content. And I feel like the kind of stuff that I'm making, it's like, well, even if they were to decide to censor or not censor, demonetize some of the stuff that I'm doing, it would more be like, well, it's a mistake. Like th- it's not like there's advertisers who look at my content and are like oh, we don't want, you know, we don't want vitamin water on that one. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. And to me, it's more, um, most of the demonetization stuff comes from this fear that, you know, someone's going to perpetuate some kind of article claiming that someone is XYZ and they're associated with XYZ and that's a bad thing. And to me, I haven't really experienced too much of it, which is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, like, I, I, do, do you guys get that a lot? Because I imagine that your content might be a little bit more <laughs> speculative to some degree yeah it is for some of the uh, guests we have on and obviously for us personally too if you know you're a youtuber and you get demonetized like you said it's not like anybody personally goes on to the um, youtube thing i guess back end and decides hey this guy needs to be demonetized but their algorithms just do seem to be such fucking horse shit that if you so much as use the word but in your headline, you will get demonetized. And a lot of people have been seeing a sharp decline in their income, unfortunately. And since yesterday, I guess they've been experimenting with something where your sub box, that tab that all of us use, where all of your subscriptions, they, newest uploads yeah. go, apparently that's not going to be chronological anymore. YouTube no, is going to decide. They want their algorithm. Say. They want, yeah, they want their algorithm to take on every aspect of the site, it seems. It still come this, the feed they're proposing, it's all still from your subscriptions, though. They just won't be in chronological, chronological it's the dumbest, order. It's the dumbest shit ever. It's, it's, the, it's the only it part of the site. Does that it's imply, the only part of the site that is chronological. Yeah. And does that imply that some of the videos are not going to appear, right? No. So the way I understand it so far is every video will still appear there, but what you see at the top is going to be catered to your interests. So, like, you have 20 subscriptions, but you only really actively watch videos from five of the channels. Those five channels' uploads are going to be put above the ones that you don't typically engage in. It, I still think it's a pointless, stupid change, but I, I don't think it's as big a deal as it's being it's made a, out no, to be, because it, it's all still it's a, there. It's a slippery slope, though. I mean, they're going to all, yeah, all, all other aspects YouTube of the is site. a slippery slope. Yeah, it's, it, well, I feel like it, we get, the, we're going to eventually get to the stage where YouTube just like chooses what we want to watch for us. It we already, just open it, it up. Does. We we launch it. They don't show us any videos. They just open cold with a uh, with a video that they've pre-chosen for us, and then we watch. It's just that. more intuitive. If, if when I go there, I think what came out yesterday. Exactly. What came out in then the last twenty-four hours versus yeah, that's what I whose videos did I watch? recently more than somebody else's that's not well i feel like the to me the obvious answer would be to just implement both options like have a chronological choice and then have one that's filtered because i think the reason being is most consumers on youtube have like 300 subscriptions and it's like they just are really interested in the ones that they're they see the most some people like say some people make content like once every few weeks and some people make content every day and it's like you know, if you're subscribed to that person who makes content every two weeks, usually it's of higher quality, so to speak, and you're excited and waiting to see it. And it's like, that's the kind of thing that they're going to want to push to you. 
And if you're just getting it chronologically, then it's the kind of thing where, in a way, a chronological timeline would reward something like Logan Paul uploading a video every day over someone who very thoughtfully crafts something over periods of weeks or months, where if someone does that, you'd want that pushed to people right away. So I honestly think there's pros and cons both ways, but I think the best solution would be having both options, like a chronological and a algorithmic feature system. Yeah. Give me the extremely good point. Don't force me. Right, because even yeah, if I don't no. watch it, I still want to be subscribed to this person, and I still want to see his releases on the just whenever they appear. Like I, one example, I'm subscribed to Joe Rogan. I don't watch every episode. I watch maybe one out of ten ten episodes, but I still want to see his episodes when they are actually released. I don't want to see them back down on some list that I have to scroll down to. Be, uh, stupid. Mm-hmm. Stop, yeah. stop making yeah. that decision for me. Yeah, yeah, and I think they more choices the better. Yeah. And I think also like if they did a one where they actually featured what they think you'd be most interested in, that'd be really valuable to some degree because imagine like with Joe Rogan, it's like you watch, you know, you know, one in 10 episodes and another channel you watch, like say, like CGP Grey is an example, a person who takes a very long time between content, like maybe Bill Wirtz or something like that. And you watch every single piece of content when it comes out because it's so rare. And they'll see like, hey, you know, algorithmically, you watch every single video they put out. So whenever they put out a video, we're going to feature it to you as the number one spot. And you'd probably appreciate that. And then there's other people that you kind of tune in every now and again. And they'll just kind of like put it as third or fourth priority. And that has a lot of value to some people, I think, especially people with a lot of subscriptions, which I think is your more average person on YouTube. That's fair enough. I just, I don't know how many many subscriptions do people have, though, because when I go on YouTube, I... I don't know how many subscriptions I have, but the daily videos that I see that really aren't that much, like at most maybe 10 new videos. It's the average is 12. Every YouTube channel on average will have 12 subscriptions. That's That's what they work under. Yeah. Wow. That's that's nothing. think, Think about, no, I mean, think about the 12 they could be. Let's say they subscribe to 12 daily con or 11 daily content uploaders and then one iDubs who will take like a, a month or two months in between uploads or something. I can totally see the merit for when he does release it, putting it above the ones that are daily because it makes a lot more sense. That is a really, really strong perspective that you brought yeah. there, James, because I didn't even consider that. That makes a lot of sense because you could easily miss that with all the daily content. Mm-hmm. And that's still prefer the choice, I yeah. guess. Well, I mean, yeah. that's, I think yeah. that's the reason for it. It's like they're going to put that in maybe is the default or maybe not but i think having the option of well, a there's, chronological there's been no precedent but even then there's been no precedent for youtube giving us choices yeah. they just take features away and choose what's best they're always going for and even if they're misintended on it they're going for the broadest appealing thing so if most channels only have 12 subs then maybe it's not that bad implementing what they want sounds really low are you sure it, I, I feel like, is, is, that, is that is what you know what the median is because i feel like it might be skewed low because most youtube channels have zero subscriptions because they're just yeah. such a profile, it's just right? it's just what they're I, just, it's a, just what you have I to was, have it yeah it's just what i found that's what i when i was told that's what the number they that work under the assumption so is low yeah, I, I, I think it seems kind of high. What I, I would say, most people have like fifty. Like, yeah. actually yeah. include the all the millions, presumably, of accounts that have zero subscriptions. Then yeah, it makes exactly. sense. which are but. accounts that they, they don't use. That's the thing. But well, and yeah, but I mean, you have to think. You have to think. It's like so many accounts, and the majority of them have zero. They just actively go to the channels and watch. They don't bother to subscribe. They don't care to because they don't want notifications or something. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, 12 to me seems even high. I guess, but that still neglects neglects all the people who, like us, do have accounts and do have subscriptions yeah. who care about it. And I, if I get 20 new videos a day, I don't... 
I don't know. I, I, I think, I I think the answer all, is... How the fuck can I trust you even? I mean, you're YouTube. I don't even know if the video that, wa- <laughs> yeah, that Charlie's I want to see... Yeah, Charlie's in their pocket. I'm not YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just a matter of like, you know, it's very clear that you need a different sorting system for people who have five subscriptions and people who have a hundred. Because it's just different. Like if you have five subscriptions, yeah, just give them everything in chronological order because there's only so many things they can look at. But if you have a hundred or 200 or a thousand subscriptions, like you need to have a prioritized feed. And to me, it's just the answer is just give the people the option depending on their exactly. preferences. You know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, and I think that's something they miss because YouTube doesn't have options. They go with which one performed better and remove the other it, uh, yeah, you know, lesser should... performing one. But if they had options, I feel like nobody would bat an eye. They wouldn't be nearly as upset. You should have a fucking menu and it's just like, here's all your subs. Which ones do you want to have higher priority? Which ones do you want to do this? Which ones do you not want to show at all? But they, they do kind of have something like that and it doesn't work at all. Well, no, they don't really have that. What they have now is they have a subscription, which gives you occasional notifications from who you're subscribed to. They have the bell where you can choose occasional or all notifications. So they have systems in play, but it's, I don't know, I, I just feel like they need to have options instead of force one I think the when better performing one really um, thousands of people on Twitter going what the fuck is going on you're doing something wrong if it's not yeah. intuitive it's, well I think the thing that's kind of tricky too is it's kind of like I imagine the vast majority of engagement on YouTube um, is done by people who just really don't understand what's going on so to speak like they're just links <laughs> to a video they found a video on trending it's like a kid using their parents account they're just on an iPad like they're just there to see the content and but but the difference is like the kind of people who I'd say are kind of the backbone of the the website, which would be the creators and also people who are very savvy and using the thing using the um, the site for a long time. It's like it's important. What I think they're making a mistake of is they they can look at the numbers and be like, well, ninety five percent of people are consuming content in this way, so we're just going to make this default and force this on someone without doing the say chronological thing. Just give them this whatever is the maximized in terms of profit and viewership and that kind of stuff. But the thing that they're missing is like that five percent or that ten percent um, who who kind of want to have these options and this degree of complexity, those are the people who actually kind of run the site in a way where it's like they're the core audience and they're the people who are on YouTube all the time. They're the people who are going to um, be responding and engaging to stuff in a meaningful way that the people making the content. And it's like you need to give those people options or they'll kind of be a little bit disenfranchised in the way that we kind of feel about it. Um, so the idea of like what they're doing, which is kind of like running the numbers and placating the masses, like I think it's a bad long-term strategy. And I think it's just going to kind of hurt them, making this site as simple as possible and just like, you know, churning over ad revenue, basically. I think it's a losing long-term play of, you know, the whole philosophy. I think it's a bit bit faulted. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just the know. whole idea of they think they know what's best and they're mm-hmm. going to exactly. push that on you instead of giving you the choice. But at the end of the day, they're choices aren't the absolute worst they could be that some of them make sense well, okay, that's, so i guess that's, that's a really shitty little said. bar like the absolute <laughs> worst that youtube could do is rape children on a live feed but <laughs> what you think too like with with youtube situation it's like i think i imagine a lot of the stuff that they're doing that like they don't know what they're doing either like it's a relatively new platform you know, they've been running for, what, 10, 15 years or something like that. And that's not a lot of time. And it's so much bigger than it was before. Like, they undoubtedly have huge problems where they're like, we don't want the creators to be unhappy. We don't want the audience to be unhappy. We don't want the advertisers to be unhappy. But everyone is unhappy because everything is, you know, blowing up so exponentially that it's like they honestly are probably very lost in what to do. And this is so new that I'd like to try to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that it's like they probably have no fucking clue. 
what's going that's on. That's kind of what I think as well. Can you can you guys hear this fucking monumental thunderstorm I'm having here? It's mm-hmm. like YouTube headquarters is trying to take me down. No, right I now. don't hear it through you. I hear it through my window as well. Yeah, I heard something. <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been fucking typhooning here for the last week. Where, every single day, where, where, where it's torrential guys, rain. Where, where do you guys live? Florida. Yeah, Florida for us. All of you. What about oh, you? Yeah, I'm well, in. Uh, the... I'm in um, British Columbia in Canada, on the west coast. Oh, nice. Yep. It's just, I'm Australian. Uh, and, yeah, it's just Andrew and I in Tampa. Okay, mm, nice, nice, nice. Kai's Germany. <laughs> Somebody just ordered a. <laughs> Why did you single me out? <laughs> I mentioned to all of us. Oh, okay. yeah, I said I'm Australian. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Somebody just ordered takeout to my house by accident. So was that was that you, James? Did you order me something oh, from nice? Blue Apron. <laughs> a nice He's penis in a pizza box. There you go. He's on board. Beautiful. A classic. All right. Do we have any more Patreon questions, Jackson? I'm trying to find a final question. Yeah, Andrew, do you a have a real one? meaty one? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I have one. If you don't have a good one, I have one that works yeah go for it this is from dinosaurus of all the things you have casually explained what would you say was the most interesting for you yeah i don't know i guess like i really liked um i really enjoyed doing the i did one that was like the intelligence spectrum i thought that was funny like i enjoyed making that one um i don't know i guess the ones i like the most iq thing it's not really an iq thing it's more like it's kind of a joke really but um I, I just like the concept and I like the jokes that were in it. I thought it was a good one. Like if someone was like, show me a video that you think was well made, I'd show them that one. But I think the ones that I like the most are like, I like the red flags one that I did. Um, and I don't know. I think the ones that I like the most are just like any time that I'll have like a little segment, like a little paragraph or, you know, sometimes it's, it's the video, but usually just a few paragraphs where I feel like I'm like, Oh man, I think I've kind of, said something original, you know, or something kind of creative. Cause you know, I, I don't know if you guys experience this, but there's a bit of like an imposter syndrome that you kind of get when you're making content and you, you know, all, a bunch of people are watching it and you're like, why are they watching it? This is just something that I just did in, you know, paint or Photoshop or something. But sometimes I feel like I actually say something that I think is really funny or like clever. And I'm just like, I'm proud to have that kind of thing like attached to my name, so to speak, you know? And I just feel like that's really good. In terms of specific content or specific things that I've explained, I don't think that in terms of education, there's been none. But I think my best video is probably still the Ishi Into You one. I like that one because it's just like one joke that's like kind of well put together over a two or three minute period. And it was also kind of directed at my friend. And I thought it was kind of funny when, you know, when he saw it and he could relate to it and that kind of thing. In a way, a lot of the stuff I make it's good to hear the reaction of someone that, you know, it's actually a reference to in real life. Um, so I guess that is it. I feel like it's a pretty bland answer, but um, that would be, that'd be my answer. No, I think that's exactly what they're yeah, looking for with answer. the question. Mm-hmm. So that'd be good. Yeah. Right, yeah. Before, before we wrap up today, uh, do we want to do a, what we like corner where we all go through <gasps> something that we like this week? Mm-hmm. All right, we I can remember. do what we like Connor. Uh, what we like Connor. You like Connor? Oh, well, yeah, Connor, Connor is good. John Connor, keep up the good work fighting Skynet. Yeah, who the fuck is Connor? I, yeah. I meant to say corner. We'll go in Jack order. Take us, take us off, Jackson. Sail our oh, ship. Oh, good. Uh, all right. So this week I like the game on Steam, House Flipper. I don't know if any of you have heard or played it, but 
it's a it's a meme game it's a game where you renovate houses and then sell them and i thought that was a neat concept and it, it's not a good game or anything but it's uh it's funny i like it mm-hmm. hmm. andrew andrew um no oh, i said god of war last week uh all right, I, I guess this still counts because it was a bonus episode. I like Deadpool 2. God damn it. Very, very good movie. One. Had a rough what, start. Why do you like it? It had a rough start, and I went in with kind of flat expectations, and I, I was setting myself up in my head for it to be disappointing, but then it just, from the middle of the movie till the end, just pulled it out and turned into a fantastic movie. That's why. God damn it. You stole, you stole what I liked. <laughs> you could say Infinity oh, yeah. War. Come up with something new. No. That's, what I, that's what I brought to this show and tell was Deadpool 2. <laughs> Kai, you're going to have no. to go ahead of me while I think no. of another thing no. I like. Yeah, okay. nope, that, come on. <sighs> Maintain the order. What, what do I like? What's something new that I like this week? I, you know what? I, James. Mm-hmm. James. We, we're, yeah, you. you, yep. you what do you like? I thought you meant you liked James. <laughs> That'd be good. I think yeah. Well, I'd say like, well, I don't know, nothing particular. I guess though, this is super fucking lame, but um, I just feel like being on this podcast was like, surprisingly speaking, oh. surprisingly speaking, I'm like really glad that I'm on here because I've never done anything like this before. And I feel like kind of was like a bit of a, a good experience in getting used to that kind of thing um, because I kind of hope to do that kind of make some kind of audio content and other content in the future. And I feel like, especially from the start of this podcast where I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? I am so stressed. And obviously I imagine that showed a little bit and I feel a lot better about it now. And I feel like that's uh, it was just a really good experience. And I, I feel like I was like, that was good. I'm glad that I did that. And I feel like uh, I'm going to have to, uh, you came across as entirely professional. Thank you. And I feel like, uh, I've been planning on making my own sort of podcast and that kind of t- content and I'm going to be hopefully doing that in the next, you know, few months getting that on on the go and I feel like this was a good stepping stone kind of experience. So anyway, that's my really lame answer to that, but I do appreciate it. Would you be yeah. more comfortable doing other podcasts now? Yeah, I would, you know. I feel like also all this right. is kind of like you know, you've asked all the hard questions. We've talked about uh, eating dicks yeah. and selling yeah. our kidneys. And uh, everything's out in the open now, and I feel a, a lot more comfortable with that. So, um, yep, I would. Yep, that's right. So, Sean Evans out there, hot ones, you know. Um, Ethan Klein, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm out here. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen De- yeah, everyone. Yeah, Ellen, yep, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> get me out here. Uh, but anyway, no, I do really appreciate it, and I really thought this was a good, a great experience. Love yeah. you, man. No, no, we appreciate yeah. you coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's, Taking that's the, the time end of, to talk to that's us. That's the end of the what we like corner right there. That's a mic drop right yeah, there. Well, so well, you no, like, you're not weaseling out of this. Uh-huh. But that was such a that was such a good ending right there. That's like if the credits didn't roll at the end of Titanic. Charlie, and oh, just I'm be sorry. just a sweet. Literally, Charlie. all big movies now have end credit scenes. Charlie, yeah. the credits just rolled. What is your end credit scene, yeah. Charlie? You got to one up it. Uh, <laughs> I like tease us for next week's episode. <laughs> I like. <clears throat> I like. Anime. I'm watching an anime. Oh, oh, the movie just got a 40 percent on Rotten Tomatoes because of your after credit scene. What's the one? You, blood block. There it is. Blood blockade battle. There you yeah. go. You two watch anime together. What the hell are you yeah. guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Yo, you do God, not know. You do not know the manliness of bonding while working out and watching anime together. Yeah, what the fuck so, is it called? Uh, blood, uh, blood black card. What is it? 
Blood Blockade Battlefront. Oh. It has the best art in any right. anime I've seen. All right. It's, it's well, very that, good. That after credit scene bombs. <laughs> Kaya, take us I, home. I know I've mentioned this one, like, I don't fucking know, like 40 episodes ago, but I've been downloading it again and playing it again, which is Parkitect. If you're a big roller coaster tycoon kind of guy if you like roller coaster tycoon one and two the isometric views this is sort of in the spirit of it so go play some parkitect it's on steam it's a beautiful have game you, too or jackson or i guess jamie actually have you any of you played a uh, planet coaster yeah 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 i love planet okay. coaster. i really want to start that because i love those kind of games and i've oh, heard planet yeah. coaster is like the best one it looks it looks super good it looks super good you know planet coaster is Creative. what roller coaster tycoon 3 should have been but Parkitect is what Roller Coaster Tycoon One and Two have been, right? So oh. they're, they're there's both, two they're different both games, completely for different. You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think you should check them out. So, so Parkitect is is two D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Planet Coaster is more of like a creative endeavor. Oh yeah. wow, I'm gonna there's, check there's this out. As much management behind it, it's just a creative game, really. But it's a lot of Are fun. Are we wrapping up? Because I got two things to plug. <laughs> yep, okay, so hurry, we have to get to the blogs. Our usual, our usual uh, Patreon stuff. You know, you can go to official.man/slash Patreon if you want to support us. And we are planning a special episode. Some of you may have noticed we have hit a milestone with the 10k. So we are planning on hopefully having on our fans for a live call-in. You can call in. You can talk to us. We'll have you in for a for the episode special you know some stuff yeah you just go be a patreon right now if you're a patron you get the chance to call in and talk to us and the other thing which i've been forgetting for weeks now is that we do have a new youtube channel where we do upload episodes well like a couple of hours one hour yeah two hours before normal release yeah just so that people can watch it one hour about at this point i've seen him upload it like 12 hours early too so if you want to see that was an accident yeah whatever jackson Official.man slash YouTube. All right. And now it's your tune, James. Plug whatever you want oh, to man, plug. I Take have, the stage. Uh, I have not too much to plug. Um, if you want to watch my videos, go look up Casually Explained on YouTube. But that's uh, that's that's all I got. We recommend you do. Go check out we Casually Explained. Very, Highly very recommend. good content. Again, man, really, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank really you. Yeah, no worries. It. Thanks for having me on. I had a, I had a really good time. Thank it you. Was, it was super sweet meeting you, dude. Yeah, yeah, good meeting you guys, too. Thanks for, thanks for having we me. We love you. All right, and that, in, that goes double for everyone else out there. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Love you all. See ya. You sweeties. See ya. Goodbye. Goodbye. Kisses. Bye. Mwah.